few hard long runs in training and, and I, I did a 24 miler at 5.30 pace and I thought that was hard but I thought I could probably do about 5.30s for, uh, for the whole 50k. <laughs> Welcome to the OAU podcast. In this episode, the Great Britain team manager Joe Zakshevsky is joined by Great Britain athlete Dan Nash. Dan finished in third place in the OAU 50km World Championships with a time of 2 hours 49 minutes and 1 second. He won an individual bronze medal as well as a team bronze. Dan has a marathon PB of 2 hours 18 minutes and 51 seconds and he can now boast a 50km PB of 2 hours 49 minutes and 1 second along with a new British record. So I'm Joe Zakshevsky. I was team managing the British team out at the World 50K Championships. I've got with me uh, one of our younger team members who performed fantastically on the day, Dan Nash, who has come home with a new British record for us. So welcome, Dan. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your background? Uh, well, this is uh, my first ultra. I've done not even that many marathons, to be honest. I think I've done, I'd say, two competitive marathons, a couple of us for fun. But yeah, I just I wanted to I wanted, I saw the opportunity, so yeah, run on the international stage, and I thought, oh, that would that would be amazing, get a British vest. I've never had a British vest before, so uh, yeah, thought, well, why not give it a go? Fifty k, it's only only a bit further than a marathon. Why not? Oh, well, congratulations on that first British vest. When you went to the race today, obviously you represent Wales. Were you looking at a Welsh record? Did you have the British record in as a target, or what were you thinking? I hadn't uh, really considered records at all, to be honest. I think I, I think I did know what the British record was, and I thought mm, on a good day maybe I could I could beat that. I knew the forecast was for hot temperatures and the course was a bit undulating. And actually, yesterday afternoon and even this morning, I was feeling a bit rough. I felt a bit under the weather, and I, I was just hoping I could start and actually get round. That'd be quite good. But then gun went off, and uh, I felt quite good, and I felt I found myself out the front for a bit, and uh, I thought, well. Even if I uh, blow up and die, it's quite cool to say you've led uh, a world championships, been out the front. Uh, no times in mind. I didn't even know what time I was on when I was I was running around. I think it was only with uh, I, I had an idea that I was probably pretty close to the, the British record, which was uh, two fifty three. But in the end, I was. Um, I think I was about five minutes under it, nearly four minutes under it. So I think it was a four and a half minutes, and that record has been around since 1985. So that's an amazing uh, record to break. Watching you run, obviously, you came up to the aid station on the first lap to me, leading the race, which was amazing to watch. You seemed to be pretty steady all the way around. Some of the other guys around you were surging, falling back, but. How did you stick to your own plan and your own pace? I've done some. I've done a few hard long runs in training, and, and I've done. A, I, I did a 24 miler at, at 5:30 pace, and I thought that was hard. But I thought I could probably do about 5:30s for uh, for the whole 50k. So I sort of went out at that sort of pace, and yeah, found myself out of the front, like I said. And then yeah, the South Africans kept surging, and they would. Uh, I'd get a bit of a gap and then they'd drop a fast mile and catch me again and then I'd end up out the front. So I kept a pretty pretty steady pace for about half a race and then I sort of joined the group and uh, properly and sat in and that's when it started kicking off a bit. There were lots of, uh, yeah, even more surges but going down to nearly five minute miling and uh, I sort of, they, they, they got a bit of a gap on me at some point but in the end, at the last lap, it was... Uh, Lots of people were starting, starting to struggle from a fast pace and I just seemed to pick one off and pick another one off. And I think I think I started that last lap in about eighth and then with, with about a mile and a half to go, I thought, oh, 
that guy over the road, he's in, he's in third place. I think I can get him. I think I can get him. And uh, yeah, just managed to uh, yeah pick him off. I managed to do my fastest mile of the uh, of the whole 50k and uh, get past the, the South African and found myself in third. That's brilliant. And obviously, finishing fast like that, passing everybody, does that mean you think you could run longer? I always knew that uh, the longer the better for me. Um, uh, that's why I started doing. I think I did my first marathon when I was 21, which is quite young for most people uh, to do it competitively anyway. I had a feeling that 50k would probably be a little bit better than a marathon. Yeah, I think it just suits me. I've got no natural pace, no natural speed. I can run at a good 5k, but anything shorter. And I think there's lots of slow twitch fibers. I think they sort of saw me in good stead. And yeah, maybe I like 50k because you, you can still run at a good pace. I think, yeah, 50 miles maybe, but when it comes to me getting to 100k, 100 miles. 1,000 miles, 1,000k? I'm not sure, 1,000 miles. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that yet. Maybe one day, maybe one day. I want to max out my marathon potential first. So what are your plans from today? Going home to celebrate, I hope, or have a rest or, or more races? I've got Monday off, but hopefully yeah, back to work on, on Tuesday. I work as a teaching assistant, zero hours contracts, lovely. I enjoy it, I enjoy it. I go to special needs schools and that's really good fun. So hopefully hopefully, I've got some work on Tuesday so I can, I can do with some money. Uh, but yeah, a bit of rest and then a bit of jogging. I've uh, I've been put down to do the uh, Welsh Road Relays uh, in two weeks' time, so I'll have to get round that for my team, for my club, for Cardiff. And uh, yeah, then a bit further afield, a bit, a bit further in the future, I'm going to do some cross-country, uh, do some more track, and then I, I'd like to do London Marathon, which I, I've never done before. I did a mini marathon when I was a bit younger, but yeah, I want to have a go at London, get a fast time. And my ultimate aim is to uh, qualify for the Commonwealth Games in the marathon for, um, yeah, for Birmingham 2022. Brilliant. Well, wish you luck with that. So uh, I've also not asked you um, about how you've moved up to this distance. You mentioned 5Ks, but nothing shorter. Any advice you'd give people that are going from 5, 10K up to marathon ultras? Uh, well, it's quite hard to say. We've only done one ultra, but uh, I think my preparations weren't perfect at all. I um, I was injured for uh, until like six weeks before, really, and uh, I did a lot on my bike. And I think that's really good because you can you can do a lot of time on the bike and get in hours and hours, and actually it doesn't take too much out of your body. But uh, if I if I, I was perfect perfectly healthy I think um, the best thing to do is get comfortable at running long first and once you're comfortable at running long so I, I my longest run was 28 miles and once you're comfortable running long then you can start picking up the pace a bit and you can either do long runs with sections at, uh, at faster pace so by fast I mean maybe marathon pace my hardest session was uh, I did a two mile jog I did 24 miles pretty hard 530 a mile and then uh, two miles easy but I think that stuff's great but you need to do the you need to get comfortable with running a long distance comfortably easy first. So easy as you like, don't need to be breathing hard, keep it gentle. If you've got a mate you can do it with, great, have a chat. But uh, that's, uh, that's my recommendation, keep everything easy. Once you've, got, once you've mastered easy, then you can go hard. And do you think there's anything special that you do that, that's built you in good stead for this? Are you very good at running a pace? Are you good at your nutrition? Have you got a cast iron stomach? Can you switch your mind off and just keep going or anything that you've thought of? I've, I've just finished a master's in exercise physiology and that's really interesting right from uh, yeah from just when I, I can apply it to my own running and I think I'm really good at planning my nutrition. Quite meticulous with that. I love a good Excel spreadsheet so I had it all planned out. I knew uh, what fluids I was going to use well beforehand and I'd practice them in training and I knew what I could tolerate. I knew that the maximum amount of carbohydrate I could take on and that wouldn't upset my, my stomach because I've, I've suffered about in the past bad stomach. You kept it quite simple it was quite 
easy to feed you at the station it was the same thing every lap we didn't have to get confused with different things does that make it easier for yourself you're not thinking what am i getting this lap yeah it does make it easier it makes it easier um i like to keep it pretty even in terms of uh like even carbohydrate consumption throughout start early because that's going to save you later in the race and uh, some people put ca- like caffeine later on in the race but i get bad stomachs and caffeine's notorious for uh yeah upsetting you there so I, I didn't think it was worth maybe getting a couple of extra seconds with a bit of caffeine for to keep it safe keep it simple the speed you're running i have to say that the half-life of caffeine you'll be finished before that anyway i topped up on caffeine before i started a bit of coffee and uh, some some caffeine chewing gum but yeah it seemed to see me through that's great and is there anything uh, that else you'd like to tell us anything you want to give us a scoop on that nobody else knows about you or don't think i'm that interesting to be honest uh, i'm pretty normal pretty uh, pretty boring i think i that's what i'm described as by my, my parents yeah i'm 25 i've been training pretty seriously for 10 years and i've only just got my first gb vest and i'm just saying anyone out there who's you know younger and thinking oh you know I'm 15, 16. I'm I'm doing all right, but oh, I'm never gonna you know get a GB vest represent my country. I'd say stick at it, especially I, if you're someone who does better the longer you go. Plenty of opportunities out there. Everyone underestimates how far they can go. I think, and actually, if you stick at it, you can improve a lot. And it might just be enough to, you know, get the, get to a, a level you'd never thought of, even dreamed of doing. No, and that's great. And first GB vest, first GB record. Um, hopefully there's more to come. Don't think anyone would mind being called boring if they could say that they were a, a record holder. So congratulations again. Thanks very much, Joe. Congratulations again on the record, your individual bronze and leading the British men to team bronze. Thanks very much.